Hey there, quick question before we jump into this episode. Do you wish you could easily build your own website, but you get overwhelmed by it all? If that sounds like you, then allow me to introduce Savvy DIY Site. Half course, half gorgeous website templates designed by yours truly to help you DIY your first WordPress site, redesign your existing one, or migrate from another platform to WordPress, even if you're not very techie or you have no idea where to start. Forget spending hours figuring out the basics or feeling stuck with a website that doesn't really represent you. With Savvy DIY Site, you'll build your website with my step-by-step guidance, easy-to-follow video tutorials, and pro-designed templates that make building your site a breeze. Plus, you can customize everything to fit your unique style and brand so your website looks just like you want. Whether you're launching your first site or updating an old one, Savvy DIY Site gives you the tools and confidence to do it yourself and do it well. Join now and start creating a website you're proud to share. Visit SavvyDIYSite.com to learn more and get started building your website today. Hey there, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I'm talking with Arlene Meckes today. She has been teaching and helping teachers for over 15 years now. She's taught at both the middle and the high school levels, and she currently creates teaching resources to help teachers like her husband, who is a culinary arts teacher. Arlene is a busy mom of three teens and four-year-old twins, so spending her work time on things that have a long-lasting return is critical for her. Today, we are talking about how niching down and focusing on SEO has helped her grow her business and be able to take some time away from the classroom. All right, let's get right into the show. Hey, TPT sellers, ready to see growth in your business? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Savvy Teacher Seller. I'm Kristen Doyle, and I'm here to give you no-fluff tools and strategies that will really make an impact on your sales. Let's get started, y'all. Hello, Arlene. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, Kristen. I'm so excited. Me too. Can you tell us a little bit about your store and kind of how you started your business? Yes. So my store is Twins in Teaching by Arlene Meckes. I've been teaching since 2001. I taught social studies, secondary social studies outside of Rochester for many years. And so did my then husband. And I opened a store just to kind of put a couple of things on there, just to test the waters. I would make maybe a couple dollars a month, you know, just for fun. And then we had our three daughters in Rochester. And he, in 2014, passed away suddenly from um, an unknown heart condition. Um, yeah, so it was a huge life event. So my daughters and I moved back to the Buffalo area to be close to my family. I started teaching here in the Buffalo area and reconnected with my high school boyfriend, Chris. (laughs) We got married a couple of years later, um, had twins, hence the name twins in teaching. And (laughs) he was a professional chef, a sous chef at a country club here. And we quickly realized that his chef hours were just not compatible with having these, this larger blended family and five children. So he said, you know, I've always loved to teach my, my culinary interns. I would love to maybe transition into teaching. 
So we made that shift and he quickly realized, wow, this is a different world than being a chef. <laughs> I'm, yes, I need something to do with these kids every single day. So I started creating lessons for him and actually an entire curriculum for him while I was also teaching. And I thought, you know what? I have that open teachers pay teachers store. I might as well throw some of these up there. Who knows? Maybe there's other culinary arts Mm -hmm. teachers that could use them. And so I did that right around the COVID shutdown when there was a little more time to tinker on the computer. And I started to see some growth. And that's about when I took your course. Let's talk about your, how your store is very niched down. Yeah. And you went from creating kind of more general social studies things mm-hmm. to this very specific niche. Do you think that has helped your store? I do. I think that there is a lot of people, there's not the volume of teachers that may need culinary arts and family consumer science, but there's definitely a need. And once I kind of was able to get seen on Teachers Pay Teachers, it really has grown immensely. And actually last year I decided to start working part-time, start teaching part-time. And my district was so kind and allowed me because I really wanted to focus on the store and helping Chris. And I thought, you know what, if I can really hustle, maybe I can stay home and do mm-hmm. this full-time. Yeah. yeah. So I've, and this year I was able to resign from my teaching position and, and stay home and focus on this full-time. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Yes. No, that's not always everyone's goal, but if it is a goal, it is so exciting when you get there. Yes. Yes. Tell me a little bit kind of about what you were doing before you took SEO for teacher authors. You said you were doing some things that maybe weren't working as well. Right. What were you trying before then to grow your store? I was focused so much on product creation that when I got to the point of listing the resource, I would just throw up a quick title, throw up a quick description that was maybe a list of what was included and post it. And then as I was in some Facebook groups and Teachers Pay Teachers Facebook groups, I started to notice people talk about SEO, search engine optimization, and I saw Mm -hmm. um, them discuss your course. (laughs) So I decided, you know what, I'm going to take this and see you know, I feel like I should really be focusing maybe on fixing my descriptions. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was just really rushing, I think, to get the product up instead of taking the time to do the research. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of us do. I'm guilty of it myself a lot Yeah, because creating the product is such a long process. By the time you have it finished and you're uploading it to TPT, it feels like you should be done instead right. of starting the next phase of things. Yes, I agree. So is is that what initially drew you to the idea of using SEO for your store? Was it that idea that your descriptions just hadn't gotten the love that they needed? Yes. And around that time, I also started a blog. So I was starting to think about SEO a little more. And then I noticed that most of my traffic was coming from Teachers Pay Teachers. Yeah. And so I thought, if I can really improve my SEO, I'll I'll show up higher in the ranking. Yeah, absolutely. Can you share with everyone some of the changes that you've made in your store or on your website either way after you took the course? Yes. So I changed a lot of my titles. For instance, I had a bell ringer activity prior that I called food factor fiction bell ringer activity. No one's going to search food factor fiction. So making changes and calling it culinary arts 
accelerating your activity and let the title or let the cover kind of tell the, more of the story of what exactly the bell ringer covered and in the description. Mm-hmm. And then also in my description, just including more, more words in general, and then incorporating more keywords and also keyword research. So I was using Uber suggest to help me find keywords that were ranking higher in search. For instance, culinary arts worksheets versus maybe family and consumer science worksheets and to see where what to use. Yeah. A lot of times people forget that the products we list on TPT, while the ultimate goal is to get them at the top of a TPT search, they can and do often show up in Google searches as well. Right. There are a lot of reasons for that. Most of it is TPT is doing all the right things according to Google because we're putting out constant content on the site. And it's all around these keywords that we have just as a, the nature of being a marketplace site. They're doing a lot of things correctly for right. Google. And so our products really can show up really high in Google searches if you've done your SEO with both TPT and Google in mind. Yes. And, and that was one thing that I took from your course as well as checking the Google search as well. And then also the Google suggested key terms, search terms. Yes. Mm-hmm. And trying to incorporate those more into the product. Yeah. How do you decide whether you're going to use the TPT keywords or the I know keywords? I've been kind of just playing around. You mentioned that incognito window in Google. So mm-hmm. often I will go in there and see kind of where I rank and then choose one of them and test and see how it how it ranks in a couple of days. Yeah. Testing and seeing how things change your rank. Right. A lot of it is making an educated decision, not an educated mm-hmm. guess, I wouldn't say, but an educated decision about a keyword based on the research that you've done and then testing something out, seeing where how it changed and then changing again if you need to, testing something right. different if it wasn't what you wanted. And checking back pretty often as well because I noticed that it may be the second resource on a page, but then a couple of weeks later it gets bumped down. So then you have to kind of tweak it again. But yeah, and a lot of that just comes from the way that maybe other products are selling in comparison to yours and the way that teachers are searching a little bit differently from time to time. So it really is important to keep coming back, especially to our bestsellers, to make sure they're still staying at the top of their game and that you've pushed them up in search as far as you can and for the right terms too. Right. Well, I always love to hear results, and I know probably a lot of our listeners do too. So can you share some of the results you've gotten from working on SEO in your store? Last August to this August, I've made so far five times more. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. (laughs) I know. And um, in, in general, just month to month now, it's about four to five times compared to last year. And of course, I'm technically a newer seller with this niche. So there's going to be some growth, I would think, but I definitely see a huge jump after putting in this SEO work, which has been exciting. I was going to say, doesn't it make you feel good about the time that you put in when you go? Oh, yes. And even my family, they're like, oh, mom has to go work on TPT. Go, mom, go. (laughs) (laughs) My kids call it Disney money. My little one anyway. (laughs) That's funny. He's so fun. I try to put it in terms that they 
can relate to and care about, right? Like they don't care if we're paying the electric bill. (laughs) No, exactly. (laughs) They have no idea that that's important. Right. Mine was school clothes shopping recently. Do you Mm -hmm. want to go school clothes shopping? Then let me go work. (laughs) Yeah. I tell my little one, he's five. I tell him all the time, like, mommy has to go work. This is the Disney money, remember? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Go on. He's always happy for me to work. Yeah. That's sweet. Mm. It's good though to when, especially when you have younger kids who are at home with you to kind of bring them in and get them invested in your business a little bit. I think it's good for them to see parents starting businesses and working to grow them. And also just good for them to see, you know, that this is how we get the things that you love to have. It's true. Right. Yeah. It instills a lot of really good values. They've been um, some good hand models for me too. Oh, yes. Mine do that <laughs> some too. <laughs> Put them on the payroll and have yeah, them exactly. Here's a little <laughs> cash. Help me out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always like to leave people at the end of episodes with action steps. So what would you suggest people start out with if they are just beginning to work on their SEO? I would say using the incognito search window in Google to just see where your products are falling under some of the keywords that you're focused on. I think that that's really, when I started doing that, it was really enlightening to see, wow, I think this is a really great resource, but it's not on pages one or two or three. So, and then just write down where they're falling. And then as you do your keyword research, and implement the strategies, you can kind of go back and see if it's working and and if it's, you know, making a difference. Definitely. And if you're on Google Chrome, it's called an incognito window, but every browser has one like it. I think Safari calls it private browsing. They call them different things depending on where you are, but that can really help you see where your stuff is for the keyword that you think it should be ranking for sometimes they're right where we think they should be. And other times we're not ranking at all for a keyword. And when you don't may not realize it until you go in and look at the search results. But then when you look at the resource, you might know exactly why it's not ranking because maybe you didn't use that word. Right. Exactly. I know I've had, when I first started working on SEO, I've definitely had resources where I thought it should rank for this and it didn't. And I looked at it and sure enough, I haven't said that phrase anywhere in the title or the content. Right. So definitely looking at those things and going back and tweaking descriptions and titles can be such a big needle mover. Definitely. And it gives you kind of a baseline too, from where to start, Mm -hmm. where you're starting. And in Google too, and it shows up It, it shows you where you are in Google as well, because if you click on Teachers Pay Teachers within that search in Google, it will show you what resources will are first. Yeah. Yes, it will. And, and I think, too, just steering away from the fun titles. Yes. And just <laughs> focusing on the keyword in your title. Obviously, it should match the, the product. But right. making sure that it's a clear keyword descri- uh, keyword title instead of something fun and cutesy that might not show up in a search. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, a big change for a lot of sellers is to not use the cutesy title on TPT. You can still put it on your cover. You can put it in your description. 
But unless it's a really big product line that a lot of people are searching for by the name of the product line, and if you have one of those, you probably know that you have one of those. I have one. At one of my product lines, people do search by the title of the product line. So I will always keep that in the title, but I'm also putting in the title lots of regular keywords for people that have never heard of that product line. So that as people are just searching for that type of activity, it should come up for that as well. But if your product line, if you don't have a huge following and a ton of sales or people specifically searching for that line, then I think it is always better to use keywords that people are searching for and keep your cute titles on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. You can make the cover very cute. (laughs) And I think... um... I was kind of going down one of two paths, focusing a lot on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, or just taking the time to focus on my product titles descriptions first before I really try and and master social media. And I'm glad I took that avenue yeah, because I've seen results. And I know people see results with uh, marketing on social media as well, but I've really tried to spend my time on SEO and descriptions for now until I feel ready to really jump into one of the other marketing platforms. Yeah. I think it's important too to remember, you know, especially if you are working alone, if you don't have a team yet and you're on limited time, right. the return on the work that you do for SEO is forever where, you know, we post on social and I I post on social too, but when yeah. we post on social, those posts are, they're there for a few hours, maybe a couple of days at the most. And then we have to keep feeding that monster in order to keep the momentum and keep people coming to your products. So for me, focusing in on SEO allows me to do that thing that's going to have the longer return. It's almost a, a better return for the time I invest. Yeah, I agree. If you only have 20 minutes to work, you're probably better off, you know, updating some product. Absolutely. Well, as you know, SEO for Teacher Authors is open for enrollment right now. So what would you say to someone who is thinking about possibly joining and hasn't made up their mind? I honestly just really loved the pace of SEO Teacher Authors. I was able to, I I remember sitting on the couch watching it for the first time and trying to frantically take notes and frantically go over to another window to fix things because little light bulbs were going off in my head and then realizing, oh, I have access to this for for more than right now. (laughs) So it's been really nice to kind of take in those nuggets, fix things, and then go back and watch more of the sessions because you also include website, SEO, which has been really helpful. Yeah. As you're getting started with that, those parts will be helpful too. And it's That's one reason that I make it lifetime access, because I know that you might join with just a TPT store and ignore the website stuff for a little while and then come back later when you've started a website and that'll all be there for you and you can still go through and learn. So yes. And just to rewatch some of it, even just for more inspiration and just to be able to watch how you look at the SEO websites and how you navigate through those are really helpful because they do seem overwhelming when you try to get into them at first. Like on the keyword tools and things. Yes. Yeah, those can be overwhelming. And it's sometimes hard to know where 
where to start and how to determine which keyword is right for you. Yes. Yeah. So that was really nice to be able to see you um, kind of work through a sample product of how you would title it and what keywords you would use. Yeah. Fun story. I, um, I didn't record that video when I first released the course because I thought it would just be too long and detailed and boring. And who wants to watch me for, I think it's 45 minutes long, who wants to watch me for 45 minutes, talk about a product, but people kept asking, can we just see you go through (laughs) the whole thing? Yeah, it was, it was one of the most valuable pieces for me just to watch you work through that. And people keep saying that. So I guess that's my lesson not to get in my own head about how long people want to watch a video. If it's useful, apparently people like it. So yeah, it's been very instrumental to my growth year course. I can see a sharp (laughs) increase right around after February when I, when I fixed a lot. Well, I am so glad to hear that. It always makes me feel so good to hear success stories and know that the strategies that I'm teaching are really working and really helping sellers like you to meet those goals, like going part-time or leaving the classroom eventually means a lot. So thank you so much for sharing that today. Thank you. I appreciate all that you do. Well, where can people find you if they want to connect with you or learn more about your store? I have a website, www.twinsandteaching.com. And I do have an Instagram account. I'm not very active yet, but mm-hmm. it is Twins in Teaching. And I'm also on Pinterest as Twins in Teaching. Well, thank you so much for being here, Arlene. It was so fun to talk to you today. Thank you, Kristen, for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Savvy Teacher Seller. If you are ready to start using search engine optimization to increase your sales and to grow your business like Arlene did, now is the time to join SEO for Teacher Authors while it is still open. Head over to seoforteacherauthors.com to get all of the details and to join our fall cohort. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share it with another teacher seller who would also find it helpful. For more resources on growing your TPT business, head to kristendoyle.co forward slash TPT. Talk to you soon.